Hello, I'm Laurieann Lumby with Soul School, and this is Mystics and Heretics video podcast. Today's topic for this podcast is prophecy, specifically the gift of prophecy and the call of the prophet. What is it, and how do we understand its working in our lives and in people around us or maybe within ourselves? I have come to understand that one of my gifts is prophecy, but prophecy not in the way that it's been described by popular culture. Instead, this is prophecy of the ancients, the ways in which ancient wisdom traditions understood the calling and the role of the prophet. The prophet's job is not so much to predict future events. Instead, the prophet's job is to read the sign of the times. From this perspective, I don't think of prophecy as something special or unique because ultimately I believe that anyone has the ability to read the sign of the times. If we're using the brain that we've been given, if we're watching and observing what's happening in our world, then it's pretty easy to predict or to understand where things are gonna go if they continue along that path or along that trajectory. Prophecy, as I like to say, is not rocket science. <clears throat> And yet, nobody wants to hear what it is that the prophet is observing. And I have experienced this firsthand in my life. There have been so many times, so many situations where I can clearly see where things are going to go if they remain on that trajectory. And what I have observed, if change is not made by those involved in that path, that it does indeed go in the direction that I anticipated. I've seen this, for example, in people's relationships. I've seen them enter into a relationship that I knew from day one was going to be harmful or toxic or was not going to be what they thought they were getting. Now, these are not things that I can share with people because A, nobody wants to hear, hey, by the way, the man that you think you're falling in love with is actually a piece of shit. They don't want to hear. This relationship is not going to go well unless or until you learn healthy communication. Nobody wants to hear that. And I've been on the receiving end of that myself, where I was in a relationship, a short relationship, that after it ended, several people came up to me and said, oh yeah, this is what I knew was gonna happen, or this is what I sensed about that person. Of course, I too knew it on some level, but was in denial. 
So prophecy is the gift or the ability or using the skills that we already have to observe what's happening around us. Prophets are truth tellers. We're shadow revealers. We see what's hiding in the shadows and we point it out and say, hey, do you see that deception over there? Why are we questioning these media messages? Something about this doesn't feel right. I'm not sure that's entirely true. The prophet points those things out, but those that are invested in whatever that experience, situation, or thing might be, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that their university is destroying itself. They don't want to hear that their policies and procedures are harming other people. They don't want to hear that their business might be failing. So the prophet's job is not a welcome task. Nobody says, come here prophet and tell me everything that's wrong. They don't say, come here prophet and tell me all the doom and gloom that you see coming in this world if things don't begin to change. Nobody wants to hear that. So the greatest frustration for the prophet is number one, knowing when to speak, knowing when to hold our tongue and knowing that when we choose to speak quite often, we will be like a voice crying out in the wilderness, speaking to sand because nobody's listening. And the result of that, at least for me, is often heartbreak. It's sad for me to see humanity destroying itself. It's heartbreaking to see humanity continuing to create division. It boggles my mind that people don't understand, that humanity doesn't understand the consequences of their actions. If we're poisoning our environment, we are poisoning ourselves. If we're doing harm to this planet, the planet will defend itself to the point where eventually we might be shaken right off this beautiful blue globe. The prophet is the voice of dissent. It's the speaker of truth. It's the one that points out where things could be made better. Now the distinction, I think, between the reality that everybody could open their eyes and see what's happening in the world and make guesses about what might happen if things continue along that trajectory. The difference between that and the true calling of a prophet is that as a prophet, we can't keep our mouth shut. There is a burning power within us, a sense of urgency that says, point this out, speak the truth, be that voice crying out in the wilderness 
regardless of whether people hear you or not. The role of the prophet is a thankless job. And for many who carry that calling, we suffer the very real experience of persecution, condemnation, ridicule, often banned and ostracized from the communities with whom or to whom we are pointing out their coming demise. Whether we speak our truth or not to those individuals that we see moving in a harmful direction, we often become their enemy, either for speaking or for choosing not to speak. Because the gift of the prophet, the call of the prophet, forces us to make a choice about when we speak and when we remain silent. But when it is time to speak, we have no choice but to give the prophecy our voice. To bring this to a close, I want to give you an example of how and when I first understood this calling, first became aware of this calling. I was about five, six years old, and I had the most powerful dream one whose details remain with me today, 50 some years later. In this dream, I saw the world being destroyed. And I inquired in this dream, what can we do to stop this? How can we prevent the destruction of our world? And the words given to me, words that could only be understood by a child, a child who had learned of the innocent understandings and interpretations of Abraham Lincoln. And the message was, gather your friends, seek out the bones of Abraham Lincoln. Find their true place and restore them to their rightful place. I knew immediately and understand this even more today, the, symbol the symbolic meaning of that dream, what that dream truly means. And it means this, through the innocence of a child, Abraham Lincoln represents integrity, honesty, 
a brightness, forthrightness. A man who campaigned for freedom to literally set captives free and one who acknowledged that a kingdom divided against itself will fall. So today, 50 some years after receiving that dream, I still understand it in this way, that you and I are called to gather our friends, to be voices and forces of restoring authenticity, integrity, honesty, forthrightness, and the mission of freedom in our world. And as it relates to recent times, might also have something to say about the party of Lincoln and what that party was established on and based in. It might be a charge for those who ascribe to that party to hold their own party accountable to those values, honesty, integrity, forthrightness, desire not to separate, but to bring together and to free all those in our culture, in our world, who have been imprisoned by fear, power, oppression, and control. I'm Lorianne Lumby, and this is Mystics and Heretics video podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about the services and programs that I offer at Soul School, please check out my website, www.lorianlumby.com. Here you can find support and guidance in discerning your own gifts and find support in being empowered to live and share those gifts in the world. If you found this video to be helpful, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel. And thank you for taking the time to listen to the call of the prophets among you.